Welcome to the Abide Daily Podcast from Ecclesi of the Church in Salt Lake City, a time led by our pastors and others in our church to abide in God through prayer, reflection, and the reading of His Word together. Hey, this is Greg. Thanks for joining me today. As we begin our prayer and reading today, let's start off by taking a moment to pause, be still, and be aware of God's presence. take a moment to share with the Lord where we're at, what we're thinking and feeling, as well as thank Him for all that He's done, is doing, and will do. Prayer for aid against attack. Lighten our darkness, we beseech you, O Lord, and by your great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this day. For the love of your only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Lord, as I read your words in Scripture, I ask, Holy Spirit, that you lead me and give me understanding. Lord, I ask that you would draw near and meet with me and lead me into your kingdom today. Proverbs chapter 16, verses 1 through 20. The plans of the heart belong to man, but the answer of the tongue is from the Lord. All the ways of a man are pure in his eyes, but the Lord weighs the spirit. Commit your work to the Lord, and your plans will be established. The Lord has made everything for its purpose, even the wicked for the day of trouble. Everyone who is arrogant in heart is an abomination to the Lord. Be assured, he will not go unpunished. By steadfast love and faithfulness, iniquity is atoned for. And by the fear of the Lord, one turns away from evil. When a man's ways please the Lord, he makes even his enemies to be at peace with him. Better is a little with righteousness than great revenues with injustice. The heart of a man plans his ways, but the Lord establishes his steps. An oracle is on the lips of a king. His mouth does not sin in judgment. The just balance and scales are the Lord's. All the weights in the bag are his work. It is an abomination to kings to do evil, for the throne is established by righteousness. Righteous lips are the delight of the king, and he loves him who speaks what is right. A king's wrath is a messenger of death, and a wise man will appease it. In the light of a king's face there is life, and his favor is like the clouds that bring the spring rain. How much better to get wisdom than gold, to get understanding is to be chosen rather than silver. 
A highway of the upright turns aside from evil. Whoever guards his way preserves his life. Pride goes before destruction, and a haughty spirit before a fall. It is better to be a lowly spirit with the poor than to divide the spoil with the proud. Whoever gives thought to the word will discover good, and blessed is he who trusts in the Lord. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. There are so many good things in this chapter. This section of Proverbs, and especially this chapter, really gives some practicality and tangibility to this big concept idea of the sovereignty of God. When we talk about God's sovereignty, what we are essentially talking about is God being over and working in and through all things. God is the one directing the world. This is a challenging concept and has several different layers to it, but it's a really important thing to wrestle with as we grow in our understanding of God and who he is and who we are as created beings and what we have control over and what we don't have control over. Something that American culture has really been founded upon and what we as American people really value is this thing called independence. We want to be a self-sufficient, self-directing people. Much of our ideology as a country has come from the essential idea of man's ability to choose, direct, and control his or her life. This idea of God's control over the world comes into direct confrontation, though, with the idea that we are self-directing and directing other people in the world. Take verse 1 of this chapter as an example. The plans of the heart belong to man, but the answer of the tongue is from the Lord. We as people can plan and coordinate all day long, but the answer and actually what occurs is from the Lord, not from us. Now, does God use our planning and strategy and our working in at times? Absolutely. But we must acknowledge that God is directing the events of history, not us. Verse 9 is one of my favorite verses from all of Proverbs. And it relates to this idea in a way that's been really, really encouraging to me over the last few years. It says this, The heart of man plans his way but the Lord establishes his steps. Much like verse 1, this tidbit of godly wisdom says that man plans and goes along in his ways, but it's the Lord who establishes his steps. My way of communicating this or summarizing it would be to say, the Lord directs your feet. You take steps, you think about where you're going, and you're going to go in a certain way, in a certain place, But God is the one who places and sets your feet in the direction that he ultimately directs. This is huge for us in how we make decisions and how we go about our lives. We should plan and consider and think on where we should go and what we should do. But we have the opportunity to live in the joy of knowing that ultimately God is in control of our destination and the success of our plans. We get to be faithful and watch where the Lord establishes our feet. So take a moment just to acknowledge and ask God to direct and establish your feet today. Take a moment to acknowledge and ask God to direct and establish your feet today.
Lord, thank you for the life of Jesus who, as your beloved Son, as the, the perfect Son of God, uh, joined in and, and, and walked in obedience to, to what you were, uh, you were saying, and he just took part in the things that you were doing. And Lord, I pray that we would have that humble posture. I pray that we would, we would live in that reality and in the, in the, in the truth of the joy, Lord, that we uh, get to participate in your world. That we don't have control over it, but that you have control, and that we get to, to, to watch you work in it, and we get to the joy of participating in it. Lord, thank you that you are the one who directs kings and nations. You are the one who who creates the hairs on our head and you know when they fall. Lord, thank you that you establish our steps. Even though we plan and direct our own ways, Lord, that you are the one who establishes us. You place our feet. Thank you, Lord, that when we make decisions, we can ultimately know that we're not the ones in control, that you are. And Lord, I pray that we would live in the joy and the reality that you are God the God of all creation, the God who directs all things, and that we are your created beings, your, your created people, your image bearers, that we get to live in submission to your world. So Lord, thank you that you are God and that we are not. Direct our feet today, so that through our lives and by our prayers, your kingdom would come.